1: Holy Spirit, we stand in this place this morning, or we're in our lounge rooms this morning. And we want to declare to you, God, that nothing else matters. Nothing. Nothing that's going on around us matters. Lord, what matters more than anything is the fact that we want to grow closer to You, that we want to be more intimate with You, that our relationship with You, we want it to grow and to become stronger, that we stand firm in everything that we believe, that we can stand and go out of this place, go out of our homes and know that, God, You're with us every step of the way, that You're leading us, that You're guiding us. Than your presence. You know, the scripture says, Be still and know that I am God. Right now, we are standing, we're still. And God's in this room, He's in your room at home. You mightn't feel Him. You mightn't think He's with you, but I want to declare to you, He is with you. He's right there. But I don't know about you, but right now I feel like we're standing on holy ground. I can sense His presence, so strongly sense His presence in this room, touching our hearts, touching our lives, doing something that's fresh, doing something that's new. I don't want the same as 2020. I don't want that again. 2021's a new year. Sure, there might be some things that happen. Sure, there might be some things that take place. But I want to say to each and every one of you, this is a new year ready for us to rise up and be all that God's called us to be, to be everything that God wants us to be, to be people that can stand up, be strong and know that wherever God sends us, we walk with an authority and a knowledge and an understanding that we have a Saviour that's on our side that will never leave us. never forsake us that walks with us I rebuke fear right now in the name of Jesus I rebuke complacency in the name of Jesus and I declare freedom freedom anybody that may not feel free I declare freedom right now in the name of Jesus with a God who is extravagant in all that He does for us. We live with an authority that walks with us. God's on our side. Amen. God's on our side. He's with us right now. You may be seated. Thank you so much to the team. What a great team, hey? So good. Just before I bring what I believe God wants me to bring this morning, I'd like to welcome a friend of mine. Um, Her name is Marion Mayo. And Marion is a missionary from Fiji. She has been there for 30 years maybe 40 40 years. I robbed her of 10 years. That's really bad. And done an extraordinary job. Because of COVID, she's stuck in Australia, in Melbourne right now. And we're so privileged to have you. Thank you for coming and sharing your time with us here. And I also welcome her friend, Heather. It's so good to have you with us as well. So welcome. And it's great to have you. I also want to say um, a real huge thank you to a couple in our church this morning. Because of last year and everything that was going on, we didn't get the honour and the privilege of being able to thank them from the bottom of our hearts. And that's Shay and Ryan. Shay and Ryan Baxter have served our young adults ministry for 10 years. That's a long time, isn't it, to do young adults. And as of... The end of last year, they chose um, by praying and believing that God had asked them that it was time for them to step aside from that ministry. They had been unbelievable in their commitment in their way that they have sown and there are so many of our young adults sitting in this room today that would say amen to that yep what a couple and so we want to as a church we've got a gift for them I'm not going to give it to them today but we have a gift for them but we also want to honor them and I think the best way to honor somebody is when we make them sit and we stand to our feet in an appreciation we honor them for what they've done for the last 10 years And if you're at home, you can put some clapping on the chat. That'd be great. So, they hate a bit of fuss. They don't like it. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt to have that because as people, we need to know how to honour and to appreciate. And we really appreciate you both. And we want to say thank you. So much for all of your service. They're not going anywhere. They're just moving out of one area. I'm sure God's got something else for them. And um, he wants to use them powerfully. So thank you very, very much. All right. So the word today that I have for you is the passion. Passion. Last week Wayne spoke, if online, um, and if you haven't heard his message, he spoke about beauty. I really encourage you, go online and listen to the sermon. It was awesome and it really was so powerful in the way that it spoke to us about our beauty and who we are in God and what we can be but today I have the word passion. And you know, that word passion means a lot to me. A lot of people will say to me, you're a very passionate person, Ruth. Um, Yep, I am. I'm very, and I'm not going to apologize for that at all because it's who I am. But I think God's calling us to be in a greater way, more passionate about him, to have a greater passion for who he is And what he can do. You know the word passion means strong and barely controllable emotion. Strong and bearably controllable emotion. Other words that describe passion are affection, emotion, feeling and sentiment when you have a passion for something, you want everyone to know about it. Most people know that when I get passionate about something, I want to tell everybody about it. You know, if I've found a product that's really good, you're going to know about the product. I'm going to sell it to you. I might have even got it myself. One time, I think I tried to sell Cherie Waterman a steam mop I hadn't even owned a steam mop. I'd only used one once, but I was convinced it was the best thing ever. And Cherie was my guinea pig of selling this steam mop. I got nothing from it, nothing out of it. Nobody even knew I was trying to sell it. When we're passionate about something, we want to give it all we've got. You know, recently, um, over the last year, I got very passionate about growing my little seeds into seedlings and then putting them into the ground. I want you to have a look at the, um, the screen. I've got a picture of my seedlings. I think it's going to come up any minute. Oh, they're up. No, wrong one. I want my seedlings. Please. Ah, there they are. See, they're my seedlings. And so they started from absolute nothing. Now, when I got the seeds, I put them in. I was so passionate about them. Every night, those seedlings came into my laundry. I was like saying to Wayne, I've got to go and get my babies, put them into the laundry. I was looking after them, making sure they were watered. And then when they got big enough, I then planted them into my garden, which was the exciting moment. But they were so tiny. But now, have a look at my seedlings. Oh, they're more of my seedlings. <laughs> they're exciting. Now, this is my garden. And these are all the babies. Now, you can go to the other photo, please, because it there. So, this here is my tomatoes, my beans. Behind that is my cucumbers. You know, I made a really big mistake. I planted too many plants, forgot that they grow. But it doesn't matter they've grown and they're amazing. There was a passion inside of me, you can take them off now, thank you. There was a passion inside of me to see these plants growing, to see something happening but it didn't just happen. Passion for something doesn't just happen, it, you have to put in to cultivate that passion. See, I could have said, I want to grow my seedlings, planted them, walked away and believe me, they never would have worked. They would have died and they would never have germinated and never be turned into what I have today. But it took a passion for something to see it grow. Media right now is full of people's passions and they're very strong. Some of the passions I I don't think we should be listening to Some of the passions that are coming out are strong, but people are so passionate about it and they're cultivating it. They're growing it. But what happens when you lose your passion for God? Over 2020, we had a a year of, as we would know, not what we would have ever, ever dreamt or wanted. It was a year where I think at times we started to even feel like we were growing cold. Or was that just me? Now I'm passionate about my God. But I felt there were times where it became a struggle to read your Bible. Or to put the music on to worship. It even became a struggle for for some to even want to turn the TV on and watch church online. It became a struggle to get connected. And slowly the passion for what we used to know started to dissipate. And the problem with that is that when that passion starts to dissipate, so does our passion for the way that we think about God and what God can do and how God can do things. We start to stop talking about the great things that he can do, but we start to focus on the things that are taking us away from what God wants us to look at. It's easy to be passionate when everyone likes what you are passionate about. But what happens when people don't like your passion? When people don't like Jesus? You know, in Daniel chapter 3, it talks about three men. And if we've been around church long enough, we've heard lots of sermons on this. I've spoken sermons on this. But on Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, here we see three men. In a time where it was not cool to believe in God, when at our time it was not the right thing to stand up and be strong, to have a passion for a God that can love. You know, how do we not lose our passion that God wants us to have? Let me read Daniel chapter 3, verse 1 to 7 for you. King Nebuchadnezzar made a gold statue. 90 feet tall and 90 feet wide, and set it up on the plain of Jura in the province of Babylon. Then he sent messages to the high officers, officials, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the provincial officials come to the dedication of the statue he'd set up. So all these officials came and stood before the statue King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then a herald shout it out. People of all races and nations and languages, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the scissor, the lyre, the harp, the pipes and other musical instruments, bow to the ground to worship King Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. Anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. So, at the sound of the musical instruments, all the people, whatever their race or nation or language, bowed to the ground and worshipped the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up, except for three men Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They refused to bow down before the gold statue. We may not have a golden statue. But there are many things that are going to draw you from having a passion with your God. There are going to be many things that will draw you away. And it is subtle. There's subtle things. There are things that are there calling you, causing you to have complacency, or things that will be before you that will say, Here, you don't need to do this, or you don't need to do that. But God's asking us to be passionate about him and to honour him and to put him in his rightful pace. See, there are things that stop us and there are things like people that we're with, people in our workplaces, our friends, our company, apathy or complacency because of this time of not being in church together, doing our own thing or we lose the passion to do what God wants. Tiredness sickness, desire for other things, putting selfish desires before God's desires, feeling depressed or life is out of control or fear. You know, in 2 Timothy 1, to 6-7, this is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when laid my hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, timidity, but of power, love and self-discipline. It's so easy to lose our affection for Jesus. You know that last song? Couldn't have picked a better song. Oh, I don't want to lose my passion for the King of Kings. But if we're not careful, the enemy comes in the back door and he creeps in to take it away yeah we don't lose our faith in god i believe in god but where's the passion where's the desire where's the longing where's the want the craving the the, the absolute desire to be in his presence So how do we combat these feelings? Jesus says we're to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul and mind. If we're to do that, we're to combat those feelings that cause us to lose our passion. Your passion becomes more than just something you do. It becomes something you are. When you go on and read these three things about Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they heard the decree, but they chose to go against all odds to serve God. They knew this could end in their death. They knew it, but they would not bow down. They would not stop. They would not cower back. They stood up and said, whether we die or not is irrelevant. I will not To a golden statue, I will only worship my God. So, we're going to combat those feelings. Then in 2021, at this beginning of this year, I want to urge you, I want to encourage you, start to pray like you have never prayed before. Get on your knees, start to cry out to Him. If you don't feel Him, keep going, keep praying, keep seeking. Read the Word, start the one year Bible. Do whatever you can to wash yourself over with the blood of Jesus. For me last year, I decided that I was going to wash myself in the Word of God. So I started the year and I read the Bible in 40, um, 40 weeks. It was supposed to be three months, but it went a bit longer. Is that right? Four months, sorry. Not 40 weeks. In, in four months. And then I started again. And now I've got 100 days to go on this one. I've made a determination To say, I want to be washed in the word. I want to feel the passion. And I want to know that God's doing something powerful. To be in regular fellowship with other Christians. You know, if you're watching at home, keep watching. Don't turn off, don't walk away and get your coffee. Stay focused. If you're in the building, keep asking God, God, I want to know more. I want to feel you more. I want to know that you're in existence. I don't want to feel distant from you. I want you to be close to me, right there, right with me, every step of the way. See, the results for staying passionate about God in Daniel 3, 24-30, But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement. Now here we see, let me go back a little bit. The three men, because they would not bow down, Nebuchadnezzar said, right, I'm throwing you into the fiery furnace. We're going to take you out. You are not going to live. And so therefore they were taken down. The heat was brought up seven times. Even the guards who took them to throw them into the fiery furnace were, were killed at that moment and they weren't even in the fire. And here it is. He says, as have been thrown in. But suddenly Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men unbound walking around in the fire unharmed and the fourth looks like a god. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego Servants of the Most High God Come out, come here So Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego Stepped out of the fire Then the high officers, officials, governors and advisors Crowded around them And saw that the fire had not touched them What a miracle Not a hair on their heads Was singed And their clothing was not scorched They didn't even smell of smoke Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. He sent his angels to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any God except their own God. Therefore I make this decree. If any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they will be torn limb from limb and their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no other God who can... Can rescue like this, then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to even higher positions in the province of Babylon. Three men stood up against the society. Three men stood up against what was happening around us. We, as Christians, if we can be passionate about our Savior, stand up. I don't mean by being judgmental. I don't mean by using our words to to say things. I mean by standing up, being passionate about our Savior. You've been passionate to be in his room. Be passionate to be with him and allow him to use us no matter what. Can I have the musicians, please? The results for Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego were amazing. They were taken out of the fiery furnace unharmed. What that says to me is that we don't manufacture passion. We cultivate it. It's up to you. I don't want to worship my God half-heartedly. I don't. And I don't want to do it without other believers around me. But we learnt last year that we were unable to do what we're doing right now. But we still pressed in. We still locked in. We still looked at the um, live streams. We still were in the Word and we still had God to do something. And as we stand up, God wants to do something fresh. I don't know where you're at today. I don't know how you're feeling. I don't know if you've allowed God to take second place. But I want to urge you, bring back that passion that you have for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Bring it back. Bring it back. Start to fall in love with Him all over again. Start to look at the miracles that He's done because we just don't know what's going to happen. But as we stand up, I know that God's going to do the extraordinary. He wants to do a fresh thing. Passion, it's not a crazy, sanguine. Passion is when somebody decides I want to love this person unconditionally with everything. So right now, I'd love for you to stand to your feet. If you're at home and you want to stand with us, please do. Because I'm about to pray. I'm about to pray for us for 2021. I'm about to pray for God to do something fresh, something new. I'm about to pray for Him to move in our nation like He has never moved before. I'm about to pray for people's souls. I'm about to pray for a mighty move of the Holy Spirit to go over this nation and into the nations of the world to do something fresh and new. This world needs Jesus. But I'm gonna pray for you that if you're feeling distant, Or you're like, God, I just want a refreshing. I want to feel and understand that you're with me. I'm going to ask for that right now. So if you want to lift your hands to the air, I'm not going to make you. As you pray, surrender and allow God to do something. Holy Spirit, we just come to you right now. I want to say thank you that you're in this room or you're in our room, in our home. You're with us right now, every step of the way. And I just want to pray right now that Lord, You will start to move upon us freshly. That as we enter into this 2021, that we don't enter with fear. We don't enter in the same way that maybe we came out of it, of 2020, but we enter 2021 knowing that You're on the throne, that You've got this, that You're with us, that You're guiding us, that You're leading us, that You're causing the miracles to take place. And so Lord, I just pray right now for fear to be gone. I pray for anything that is holding us back from rising up in You, that Lord, it will be gone in the Name of Jesus. And I pray right now that Lord, we're going to see a mighty move of Your Holy Spirit across our nation and the nations of the world. But I pray for Resound Church right now. And God, we surrender to You and we ask for You to do something extraordinary in each and every one of us and where we may be feeling that we need that touch God come and do that right now wherever we are we thank you in your name Amen Amen
0: Hey what a great message thanks for joining us here at Resound Church we pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.